all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. And welcome, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Tuesday to you guys out there who are tuned in. And uh, if you don't know, you are in store for a special treat this evening, you guys. We have best-selling author and entrepreneur Mitchell Levy. I have that. He's going to be joining us this evening. And as you guys know, we always have business entrepreneurs um, authors, all that great stuff on the show. So tonight he's going to give you guys some insight on how to market your business, your brain, your book, all of that great stuff. Uh, so if you at any time have a question or a comment for him, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. And I'm not going to delay any longer. I'm going to bring our special guest of the hour on here. Mitchell, you there? Absolutely. Good to be here. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me. I like your Absolutely. social media. You, you definitely, you definitely, uh, <laughs> you definitely got out there a couple times. That's good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Definitely appreciate you coming on here and, and hanging out with me for a bit this evening. So, for the folks out there who may not be uh, familiar with who you are and what you do, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm affectionately called the AHA Guy. You could uh, <laughs> find me at theahaguy.com. Um, the name is Mitchell Levy, and so you could uh, Google my name and feel free to connect to me on LinkedIn or other locations. And I think what we'll talk about, one of the things that I'm most excited about these days is I have a platform that really allows people to press two easy buttons. And by allowing people to press the two easy buttons, I am often, and I've consulted tens of thousands of, of people, I'm often helping mm-hmm. people get their aha moment. So I'll tell you what the two okay. easy buttons is, and then we'll come back, right? So okay. one, <laughs> one, people always are curious about how do I write a book. I'd say 80%, 90% of people in business today are thinking, oh, sometime in my life I'll write a book. Uh, we allow right. you to press the easy button because hundreds of authors have written their books in eight hours or less. So we'll, we'll wow. come back to that one. And then the second easy button is something that you do particularly well, but many people don't, and that is how do you actually do things properly on social media? Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, there are two two things you have to do. You have to have a reasonable profile, right? So you have to look good. Right. And then you have to share good, compelling content which you do, and mm-hmm. that's what, you know, the AHA That platform has 35,000 pieces of content that people could share today in seconds for free. So that's the two wow. things that we press easy buttons because if you, could, if you could actually write your book in eight hours or less, mm-hmm. now you're less concerned about writing a book and you're more concerned about what you're going to do with it, and that's where the AHA Absolutely. moment comes in. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and have you found that, you know, talking with um, as many people as, as you have across the country, that for a lot of people the reason that they haven't, you know, created those businesses or written those books is because of the time that it takes. And so with you having, it, you know, that ability to, okay, you can write this book in eight hours, do you find that time and, and trying to find the time and, and means uh, to create, uh, a book or create a business is one of the things that kind of keeps people from actually getting out there and making it happen. You know, here, Bianca, here's something that you're going you're gonna to find very interesting. Even though mm-hmm. I can give you the easy button and you could write right. a book in eight hours or less, there are many people who will still not do it because they want the perfect book. And they're going to wait. <laughs> and here's, here's the unfortunate right. part. They're going to wait until such time that they have more time to be able to create their perfect book, i.e. when they retire. Mm-hmm. And can I tell right. you that at that point in time, the perfect book is no longer relevant because there will be another book that's mm-hmm. relevant then. 
So, right, you know, right, um, right. I, it's funny. Um, we have, as a publisher, we've published over 800 titles. And, and, and I've been doing this for a number of years, so I, I've got a lot of the tips and tricks. And it's really interesting when I've talked or talking, that's not a good use of English. When I've spoken with people, <laughs> it's very easy. You could kind of tell right away if they're really going to write their book or not, and, and whether or not that's a, you know, a 40,000-word book that takes, uh, you know, two to four months to write, or if it's, you know, an aha book, which, which like I said, takes eight, eight hours or less. And, and I think right. the, the, the first thing to be thinking about is what are you going to use your book for? Right, and mm-hmm. that's probably the most important mm-hmm. element. And 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 if I'm going to answer the question, you use a book to demonstrate that you're an expert in the area, because right. everyone wants to talk to and interact with and hire the expert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know what area do you? Where do you make money? And and where, or more importantly, where do you want to make money? And then you write right. a book on that area because you then right. are right. more closely affiliate, affiliated with uh with being called an expert. Right, absolutely. And, and and do you think that and I know for me sometimes reading books, sometimes you wonder, okay, how much experience or, you know, or expertise does this particular author have in this subject that they're writing? So do you think that a lot of people are able to decipher if you actually know what you're talking about when you write these books on, on various things? Hmm. That's a good question. I, I, you know, I think when you read books, sometimes you have a, a, a proclivity to enjoy one author versus another. Sometimes right. you like their style right. better than others. And, and right. uh, I think in the self-publishing world that we kind of live in today, anyone can write mm-hmm. a book on any subject and claim to be an expert. Right. Right. So, right. so really <laughs> right. What, what, what we have to figure out is now we need to step back and define what the word expertise really means, mm-hmm. right? So yes. Yes. you can't yes. be an expert on open-heart surgery without going to medical school, school and doing lots of practice, right? And you clearly right. wouldn't want somebody who wrote a great book on open-heart surgery but has never operated to operate on you, right? Um, right. On the other hand, if somebody is a great listener – and and they've been listening to hundreds or thousands of conversations, and they're able to synthesize it and give you good feedback, even if they've never done what they've done before, even if they haven't done what you've done, but they can give you good feedback. Does that make them any less of an expert? You know, right. so I guess it really right. depends on the topic, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and as far as for you um, with this, what made you decide – um, to actually come up with this, what when did you get that moment where you say, you know what, I want to provide um, a platform where people can have that easy access to, you know, create these books that they want to expand their business in the way that they want. Well, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a little bit of a longer story than a shorter one. Okay. Um, the uh, so the last time I actually. Uh, worked for a corporation was 1997. So I was running the e-commerce component wow. of some microsystem supply chain. Yeah, so it's a while ago. And uh, and what I saw, I like to see opportunities and jump on them. So I saw an opportunity, mm-hmm. and it was I, I, we live in Silicon Valley, and it was the dot com, the beginning of the dot com days. So I became an e-commerce consultant and just started selling my consulting services. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've never looked back. I have I've had a great uh, a, a great run. And what's wow. interesting is the, you know, we what what do we do? We, uh, tons of stuff. I, I created seventy courses at universities. I ran four different business conferences. I did consulting on a hundred different firms. I joined the board of a public company and was there for nine years. But then something fascinating happened, uh, fascinating for to me in a negative way, and that is the if you guys mm-hmm. remember the dot bomb, this was in. Uh, 2001 time frame, everyone hated e-commerce and the internet, the stock market crashed, yes. and, uh-huh. and uh-huh. all of a sudden the value of my services went from a really good number to zero. All right, so I, the good news, I had a couple other companies I was involved with and running and, and, uh, and was able to weather that storm. And then in 2005, that's when I picked up the next big thread or big, big trend, and that was 
the the start of or the the, the democratization of book publishing. Mm-hmm. And so that was fun for me, and that was to figure out how can we create a service that somebody on the other side would like. And, and Bianca, let me tell you what I thought about. During the dot-com days when I was running a company and I, I just I didn't have time, I didn't use mm-hmm. the L word, the leverage word. So mm-hmm. it basically meant Mitchell Levy needed to be in a classroom speaking or managing my uh, managing my teachers or, or running a conference, but I had to be there. And in the publishing space, the good news is you really learn what the word leverage means because that's what book publishing and, and writing books are all about. But I had right. one simple philosophy, and that is during the dot-com days when I had money, I hired tons of people, and when I hired consultants to work for me and I asked them a question, the problem I had is when, they, when I got an answer, I didn't know if the answer was in my best interest or their best interest. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't you hate that? Mm-hmm. You, go, you, know, you go to a store to buy a pair of shoes and, or, or buy a dress or, or clothes or whatever, and, and the person behind the counter says, oh, man, you look great in that. And then the exact same <laughs> tone and inflection they say to the next person, oh, you look great in that. You know, and, and you just don't trust them. Well, so right. that's the company that we created as a publishing company was always in the best interest of the person I was talking with, of the person I was working mm-hmm. with. And, mm-hmm. and so we've done that. And, and what happened, it started initially with just book publishing. Uh, so we created a firm called Happy About, and Happy About's published, I don't know, probably about 150 books. And the goal was to make you know, the authors happy about working with us, uh, readers happy about reading our books, and, and to simp- simplify the traditional book publishing model. Uh, we created mm-hmm. another book publishing firm called 42 Rules. You'll like this one because 42 Rules contains 42 500-word articles. So if you've been blogging wow. for a year, the content's mostly done. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we mm-hmm. created a company called Think Aha, and subsequently I've renamed my company to Think Aha, but originally it was just a brand. And the brand was to take 140 Twitter-sized quotes and turn them into a book. So, you know, you've been tweeting oh, wow. for a while, you've got a book. Mm-hmm. And, and then we built an iPhone app, right, because we thought, well, if you, if you have a physical book, you must have an iPhone app that, that allows you to actually share this content. Right. And, and probably a couple years into it, I kind of woke up, and, and I think maybe enough people hit me in the side of the head. And, and what I, we were trying to do is we were forcing people to write a physical book before we mm-hmm. would give them the e-book, you know, with the content in it. Right, and so right. that's when we went back in. This was about two years ago where, where I had to team create from scratch, just ter- taking what we've learned but move it over to a web-based platform, what's now currently called the AHA That platform. And what's cool about that, when you write a book, it's a very focused book on a very narrow topic, and every one of the quotes are immediately shareable on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Google+. Mm-hmm. Right? So the thing that's interesting and the power of the platform and the reason I put it into place is, is and I didn't do it originally so I could say, let's press the easy button, but it's really the press the easy button. Right? Because not only do we want to learn from our friends and grow from our friends, if, if a friend of yours right. uh, did something and they learned a lot because – yeah, they they figured out how best to cook something, or they figured out how best to use social media, or how what best what's the best CRM product to use, or whatever the appropriate thing. You're going to listen to them because they're your friend. And so, mm-hmm. what's interesting is if your friend wrote a book on a topic you like, wouldn't you want to share their content? And that's what the platform does: is is any one of the 140 quotes you can easily share on social media, and so it makes it easy for you to write the book. It makes it easy for you to share personally, but also then to get your fan base to be able to share your content as well. And and I think that's kind of why did I do it? Because no one has quite done this yet. Uh, This is new. And and the overall goal is, is to help anyone who's interested in demonstrating that they're an expert in an area to be able to do it in a very efficient way. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I want you to talk about um, the benefits um, behind social media because I've, I've talked to a numerous amount of people who have businesses and even some authors who are out here, they're promoting their books, but they don't have um, social media, Mitchell, you know, and, and they don't want, and, and they don't have the Twitter, they don't have the Instagram and all this great stuff. Tell the folks out here the benefits behind social media in promoting your business and your brand. Well, you, Bianca, you could probably do that. Why don't you start, and then I'll add and I'll fill in the blanks. When you, because you've had this conversation <laughs> probably with many people. Why would you tell yeah. people? They have to. You start, like I said, you start off filling the blanks. Why well, do you think people have to use yeah, social? I think, like, um, I know for me, when initially when I first started, I wasn't, I, I've always did Facebook and I used that avenue. But then when Twitter became more popular, um, just about everybody, everybody somewhat is on Twitter in some type of way. We see tweets make it to, you know, headline news sports center, you name it, so it's out there, and it's easy for people to get to. So I found that it's more accessible um, through social media because everybody's always on the go. You know, they're always on the go. They have their phone. They have their laptop. So I just found it more accessible to get onto more social media sites uh, because you just had that more broader Space. You know, I could connect with somebody um, in London. I could connect with somebody, um, you know, um, in, in Utah. It was just such a broad range, and so that's the reason why I begin to beef up, you know, what I share as far as on social media. Perfect. I, I really like that answer. Oh, by the way, in terms of this show, I, I looked at some of your past shows. They, they all went over an hour. Is that about right? It's till we get tired um, talking? That's- well, no. <laughs> well, this one, this would be, this would be um, uh, between between forty five minutes and an hour. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I just wanted yeah. to just wanted to confirm how much time I had. Okay. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. <laughs> I, I I I love what you said. Let me let me do let me give you sort of the block and tackle stuff, and then I'll add on okay. to what you said. Here's the block okay. and tackle. There was a point in time where people said, I will never need a fax machine. Now, they have come and gone, but there is so much business that happens on fax. I can tell you right. from firsthand experience how many corporations said they will never have a website and they will never do e-commerce over the Internet. And I can tell you companies that are still around today where the CEO specifically mentioned that directly to my face. Right? Obviously, mm-hmm. that's no longer the case, and you know you now need – to have a website to at least be in, in business in some way or the other. So mm-hmm. let's, let me give you the block and tackle. If somebody meets you and they hear your name, the first thing they're going to do in today's Yelp-based world is they're mm-hmm. going to go to some, some area, probably Google, right. and they're going to type in your right. name, <laughs> and they're going to see what pops up. Right. And now if they think you're a scam right. artist, they'll type the word scam or fake <laughs> in front of your name and right. they'll see what pops absolutely. up. And you'll be right. absolutely surprised. I have to tell you, there's a social media site that somebody added me to, and theoretically just by doing nothing you make money. And and I've been on it for a month. I've done zero work, and theoretically I've made $200, which I can't possibly imagine doing for no work. You know, I make you know 3 to $10 a day, so I write scam and then the name of the website and and there's so many people talking about how this is a scam right and wow. so obviously I'll never I'll never get involved with that now so here's what right. happens you've met somebody they've seen your name they've typed it into Google and what pump, what pops up right and anyone who's listening just ask yourself do it right now type in your name and see what pops up what should pop up for most of the world, because the social media companies spend a lot of money and effort, is their sites with your name, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to pop up on LinkedIn. You're going to pop up uh, typically on, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And so then somebody's going to click on it. Now, what happens when they get there, right? If, if you're mm-hmm. uh, well uh, if you propose yourself to be a well, a world-renowned person, and you're on LinkedIn and you have less than 500 connections on LinkedIn, it, it just says 500 plus for connections. If you have less than right. 500 right. connections, you know, I, I, I barely. Why would 
some, why would they think you're a world-renowned person, right? If no one's mm-hmm. actually endorsed Very you, true. what would they think okay. about you, right? So, so you okay. have to have the basics in place. Now, if okay. it turns out that you're in politics in any way, shape, or form, you sh- should be sharing your opinions at this time of year because, you know, once every four years we have a very serious presidential right. election with lots of politics going on. And Absolutely. if you're in politics and you don't share your opinion, you're not affiliated with anyone in any way, shape, or form, if you don't have mm-hmm. a reasonable following, why would I want to vote for you? Right? I mean, so sure. the, right. the, the thing with the block and tackle stuff is what happens when people type your name in. Now, let's, let, me, let me add on to what you said because what you said was perfect. Mm-hmm. We have so little time, right? There's so much information. There's so much coming at us. Right. Um, what I like right. to say is we now live in a seven-second soundbite economy, right? <laughs> and, and think about it. I mean, you don't even give things seven seconds, but when you see, you know, if you're reading a newspaper, you read the headline, right? Two or three seconds you want to read on, whether it's an online right. you know, newsletter or a physical one, right? Same thing with, with blog posts, with, with magazine articles, with anything you see. One of the things right. that's fascinating about Facebook is if you've collected a good set of friends, and some right. of your friends may have more time than others, they're actually going to process the news for you, mm-hmm. right? Because what mm-hmm. they're going to share in their feeds, they're going to share the types of things that are relevant for them when there's a natural disaster a lot of times I see it on Twitter or Facebook way before I see it anywhere else, right? And so, you, A, you're, you get a little bit more up-to-speed information, right, because we're all sort of now citizen reporters. The other thing, and this is what you mentioned, you got clients around the world, right? right. You have the opportunity to talk with anyone on any topic in any, any place around the world, and so now right. – your the the limitation of your ability as an entrepreneur is really within your constraints. You know, you have to find the time and do the right stuff. But right. you have the opportunity to reach a much larger audience than you've had before and you reach them because you're now talking these seven second sound bites, you're trying to get people excited to then see more of what you do. And so social media is important because it allows you to um, present yourself in a way that you're presenting your real self, not your billboard of yourself. Right, right. Absolutely. 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 And and, and for you, uh, for the folks out there, and we do have a a question from, from David from Ohio. He wants to know, how do you go about, gaining followers as far as um, social media, uh, as, as Twitter, Instagram. You see a lot of people with these huge followings. Um, how do you beef up your following as far as um, expanding yourself when it comes to different social media avenues? So, uh, David, good question. Um, I would say, first of all, the if you look at the following that I have, so I'll read off numbers first and then I'll uh, I'll come back and talk about it. Um, and, and these are small. I mean, they're, 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 they're reasonable size for a business person. For somebody as a pop artist, they're teeny, right? So I've got 49,000 followers on Twitter, uh, 12,000 followers on LinkedIn. On Facebook, mm-hmm. they put a limitation of 5,000 friends, and I'm halfway there. I'm not right. I'm growing that one the slowest possible because when I reach the end, the, the, what, what my friends who are at 5,000 do is they have to prune their friends, and that doesn't sound like fun at oh, all. Um, yeah. <laughs> so now, to answer your question, oh, and then uh, Instagram. I don't do much on Instagram. I think I have like 1,200 followers there. Um, okay. But I've seen people who are pretty successful at Instagram, um, particularly uh, when my son was in high school. He had a high school friend who had a couple hundred thousand followers because she did fashion, wow. right? And she would okay. dress dress up mm-hmm. in a certain set of clothes. And then mm-hmm. uh, people just liked what they saw, and then she started getting clothes sent to her for free so that she could share. Wow. So yeah. now, to answer your question, first of all, pick – don't try to do them all at once. Pick one, right? Okay. It doesn't matter okay. whichever one is most appropriate for you, and the best way to say that is who's your client base, 
and where do you think your client base is going to hang out? And for business people, I would say LinkedIn is probably the best place to start, okay. right? Because people hang out there, and it's so much easier to reach you know anyone in the world um, in LinkedIn because it's the the tools and the mechanism. It'll cost you some money, but the tools and the mechanisms that are there. And so, right. if you decide that LinkedIn is your approach, um, you should start publishing. Uh, I publish on uh, LinkedIn Pulse. You know, which is their blogging platform. So I do that okay. weekly. Um, I'll give you a tip on how you can do it weekly, and uh, you could do what I do, which is, is I spend about five or ten minutes writing the article. It's very simple. We have um, – so if you go to Mitchell Levy and, and find me on uh, LinkedIn, and, and if you're going to connect to me, do me a favor. Just at least tell me why we're connecting. You could say we're friends, um, but tell me okay. why we're connecting, and that is you've listened to – you've listened to this show, right? And so that's okay. why we're connected. Right. Um, and what okay. I do is I grab an AHA book, right? So I grab a very specific AHA book, which has 140 quotes, mm-hmm. and I share mm-hmm. five AHAs from that in my post, and I do a paragraph at the beginning and a paragraph at the end. So we, we just released a book on anger. We've got one on fear. We've got one on guilt, right, if you're talking about human emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got right. a number on social media and marketing. So Pick a topic that's exciting to you, or you could search for uh, search for phrases and say pick five phrases which are about inspiration. And if you include the quotes as is, you can include those five quotes from those five books in your post. And and for me, like I said, it takes five or ten minutes, and I post weekly. So that's mm-hmm. one thing I do, and then I market that I've posted right, so that people are knowing that I am sharing this content. Probably one of the, the best uh, tricks you can do is every morning go to your um, feed, your LinkedIn feed, um, read through it, and like five of the things that you see. What happens okay. when you like other people's stuff is that their followers see that you're liking their stuff and many of them will want to connect to you. Absolutely. And so then... Then the only other thing I'd recommend is don't say yes to everybody. And you're going to have to come up with your own mechanism on what is a real person versus a fake person. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But if if somebody looks absolutely gorgeous, like they should be in the movies, right, and (laughs) and they have a job title that just doesn't match their (laughs) things and they have zero recommendations, you could assume that's a fake person. Too good to be true right. is too good to be true, right? And so, uh, uh, so just be careful there. But so what happens is, you, if you're building your LinkedIn profiles, you can also go out and start visiting. You can do searches on people that are that have topics that are similar to to yours, sim- those that you're interested in. You can visit their web pages. Sometimes uh, those people who follow. Because their web pages were poked by you, they may want to connect with you just because you looked at what they were doing, right? Um, it, okay. It's just um, the, probably the last thing. I mean, there's tons of ideas, but the, probably the last thing I'd suggest is I love YouTube these days for okay. the educational component. All right? So go mm-hmm. to YouTube mm-hmm. and say, "How do I build my LinkedIn following?" and uh, spend a couple hours hearing from other people in terms of things that they say. And you'll probably get the best practices of what other people have done. Um, I would mm-hmm. say, oh, you know what I absolutely forgot? Um, you got to have a, in this particular case, you have to have a great profile, not just a good profile. And mm-hmm. a great profile means that your LinkedIn profile is not a, uh, is not a resume of you. So it's not the right. Bianca Fry, Fly, Fly, Fry, Fly. <laughs> What's your last? Fly. Okay, sorry. So it's not the <laughs> Bianca Fly resume. It is a search engine optimized landing page for you. Right. Which means if somebody's typing okay. in a phrase that's along the lines of what you've done, that that phrase mm-hmm. is in your job title or part of your job okay. descriptions. Okay. Right. So that yeah. more people then find you and your page and subsequently want to connect to you. Okay. 
So those, okay. that sort of practice, those best practices mm-hmm. I just shared for LinkedIn, um, there are different best practices at work for Facebook, Link, uh, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Right. But, you know, they all have best practices for growing the audience. I, I would always recommend not to pay to grow your audience. Uh, that, that those are – it's very easy to, yes. for people to see through that. So. Okay, okay. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, and you also mentioned um, about, you know, how you, you knew a lot of corporations who at one time didn't want to, you know, create websites um, and so forth. And so with you yourself, you know, with AHA That, uh, what have been some of your benefits behind creating a website? Has it, you know, uh, drawn more people, you know, towards you and you guys' services? Well, we <laughs> – the downside when you talk about Mitchell Levy, not just aha that, is is when somebody <laughs> says, hey, I saw something on your website and it's not right. I'm like, okay, great. Which website, right? So I've got, <laughs> I don't know, at least 25 or 30 active websites on different projects I've got going on uh, in different areas, right? So uh-huh. um, the interesting part with aha that is aha that is actually a web-based application, um, so the application itself, and anyone who wants to go there, um, I'd highly recommend go to ahathat.com. You could either register as a user, which is free, or you could use it as a guest, and then you'll have access to 35,000 quotes that you could start sharing today. Right. So wow. if you wanted to share some books that are in the public domain, you know, we've got mm-hmm. tons of great content. You know, if you if you want to sound cool, you could you could share content from Sun Tzu, The Art of War, or or Albert Einstein, or or um, okay. uh, P. T. Barnum. I mean, so we have some fun quotes there. In the in the world, a lot of social media experts and marketing experts and CEOs have contributed books. You know, so mm-hmm. the CEO for um, a number of companies are part of uh, the AHA That platform. And what's fascinating is when you share their content, not only, um, not only do you give attribution to them, so you're not stealing their content, but they're also mm-hmm. being notified, or at least their social media people are notif- uh, being notified that you're sharing their content. So the people right. you wanted to meet, you just share their content a lot. People are going to look out for them and say, oh, who is this person sharing my, sharing my stuff? So, I would say the for AHA that the website is the answer. Um, we're now looking at other things we should do so we could have a larger reach. Um, but it's it's about having a vehicle, a place that people can go to and instantly see who you are. Um, if we were having a conversation about thought leadership, um, my thought leadership services company is I'm doing most of that through uh, Think AHA. So I'd send you to thinkaha.com. And we have a tab on Think Aha that, that gives the definition of thought leadership and gives a, a thought leadership funnel, very similar to a sales funnel, but a redefined version of that. And, and there I've got, educationally, I've got hours of stuff that you could read and videos you can watch on what is thought leadership okay. and what is the new thought leadership funnel. And, and I'm doing that because instead of you know, coming to me and, and having me answer that question, I'm providing mm-hmm. the information, so if you either right. stumble upon it or reach it or it just pops up naturally in search engines or if I market it, it's marketed to in search engines. And then you get there and you go, oh, well, what, how do I learn more? And then you jump onto you know, one of our subscription forums. You enter in top-of-the-funnel content, um, and then you're part of the funnel, and eventually we'll reach out to you in one way or another. Okay. Awesome, 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 awesome. And uh, uh, for you, um, I know you have a um, an event coming up pretty soon, uh, the, the Social Skills Summit. I saw that you're going to be um, a part of um, out in San Jose, California. Um, tell the folks, because I know some folks uh, who listen from that area, tell the folks uh, what you'll be bringing to the table at the at the Social Skills Summit. And you know that because we have connected on Facebook, so you and That's I will see right. each other's content for a while. <laughs> um, 
You know, I, I love the two guys, uh, Neil Schaefer and Brian Mahoney, created um, a, a conferences and now a magazine called the Social Tools Summit. I think the magazine says Social Tools. Um, if you want to follow from afar, uh, follow the hashtag SocialTools16 on LinkedIn okay. and Facebook, and you'll see posts and pictures that uh, people are sharing. And, and really, it's, it's uh, a number of the top – social media tools in the world mm-hmm. uh, come together okay. to just talk about best practices. Um, so it, it's kind of fun. I've enjoyed doing it. Um, I'm on the panel tomorrow that is the content is king panel. And it's interesting because I was, I was on a very similar panel when they started the conference. It was either a year or two years ago. And, and the discussion that the panel members had prior to uh, or what we had last time versus the discussion that we had a couple of days ago regarding uh, what mm-hmm. we're going to cover shows that that corporations and people are getting much more sophisticated on what the word content is and how it works and how it gets integrated into the social media strategy. So it's um, you can just Google, once again, Social Tools, um, social tools Summit if you're in the San Jose area. Um, and and come on board on down. There's a lot of phenomenal people coming, uh, mm-hmm. but this this Bianca goes back to what is the benefit of being on social media? Right. So right. I've got it's not a lot. I've got 2,300 people I'm friends with on on Facebook. Some of those are CEOs mm-hmm. of large corporations that I would not have met otherwise. Right. Okay. So I have okay. a good enough platform that when people look at me, they look at me as legitimate. I don't sell things, so I'm not, I'm not going to sort of – I mean, I have lots of things that I sell, but I'm, I'm not a – I don't stand there on the rooftop saying, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, because that's not what you're supposed to do. And so when I okay. go to connect with a CEO, they see some of the background that I've had, and they go, oh, yeah. And you also connect with these, these guys, yeah, yeah, let's connect to you. And so there are some CEOs that we now have gotten, I guess – Friend is an interesting term on Facebook, um, but yeah, but I know is. things that <laughs> mostly just the employees know, right? So there's some people who have mm-hmm. accepted my friendship that they really they're friends with some outside people, and the rest are the employee base because they want to share okay. their best practices and they do it on a consistent basis. And you know it's a shame mm-hmm. because some of their best practices really need to be consumed by the world, not not just by this small select group of people who see it, right. but. Facebook has allowed me to do that, right? We may get reminded of each other a half year from now when something else pops up and it makes sense to do business together. And that's why being on social makes sense. So Facebook is a tool for those that are not actively on it. I use it as a way to see the inside of people. So I'm a lot more personal. You'll see some of my family shots, which you'll never see on any of the other platforms. Um, okay. And so it's, it, it allows us to be to show a piece of ourselves. So, so you'll never see a hard sell there um, where you may see a little hard. You'll see the hardest sells on Twitter typically, okay. um, and you'll right. see much softer sells on Facebook and LinkedIn. Absolutely. Awesome, 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 awesome. And um, uh, let's see here. Um, Karen uh, wanted to know um, – some of the benefits of authors um, taking advantage, because I know you mentioned that you have um, uh, several books um, on uh, the website and so forth. So what are some of the the benefits of authors um, joining um, our hotback? You know, the the interesting part is, let's see, uh, the best way to give you, I'll give you a couple of stories. Um, I was standing in front of a group of consultants, I think it was 25 consultants, and this was towards just about a year ago. And so with those consultants, I said, listen, we, uh, I've got a new process for people to, to write their books quickly. Anyone in this room can write their book in eight hours or less. This is before we actually – you can now go to our website, go to ahadat.com slash author, and you'll see our seven-step process. But it's when it first came out. And I said, the first person who raises their hand – and writes their book tomorrow, we'll publish it, this is a Friday, we'll publish it on Sunday and I'll make it free. And so a mm. woman by the name of, uh, <laughs> a woman by the name of Kevin, which I, I loved her name, right? So, so Kevin <laughs> raised her hand 
and she actually wrote her book on a Saturday. We published it on Sunday, and 10 days later wow. she picked up her first client from it. Now, I, wow. don't, want to, I don't want to paint a picture. So she's an a organizational consultant, so I don't want to paint a picture okay. that it was a new client. It was somebody who was in her network that she hadn't talked to in a couple years, and she used mm-hmm. the vehicle of having written this book as another opportunity to reach out to her network and say, hey, I just wrote this book on this topic, and that's what they hired her for. All right, so, so basically wow. being the author of the book, of a book, right, gives you the chance to say, hey, I'm the author of this book, right? And, and uh, <laughs> it's funny, I've now written 56 books. And so one of uh, a number of our books became a best, you know, Amazon bestseller book. So on my business mm-hmm. card, I say a best-selling author. Best-selling and author. and so I handed somebody my business card. And typically, what happens when you say, you know, just author of a book or best-selling author, um, I'd say 25% of the people who see those words will say, "Oh, what's your book on?" Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't had somebody ask me that in a while. She goes, she goes, oh, so what? What's your book on? And because it said best-selling author, and I'm like, well, uh, let's see, I got 56 books. Let's see which one is relevant for you, right? And I was trying to <laughs> figure out what was the most interesting. Um, right. And for her, we we um, the the book I think she was talking about. I, I wrote a book, 42 Rules for Driving Success with Books. Uh, and that one, if you go to the ahaguy.com website, uh, 42 Rules for Driving Success with Books, you can pick that up as an ebook um, for free just by uh, filling out the form. Um, I did another book just recently, probably about a year or two ago, called Creating Thought Leaders. So it's Mitchell Levy on Creating Thought Leaders. And I use that for my strategic consulting. Because if you're thinking about hiring uh, somebody to help your organization turn their experts into thought leaders, and I give you or you stumble upon the book, Mitchell Levy on Creating Thought Leaders, who do you think is the person you should hire? Right? So I'm kind of mm. trying to make that easy. Um, the right. book that I just finished writing um, and we haven't published yet, we published on the AHA, that platform, but not in physical form. Um, and, and I'll give you a URL you can go to. It's why should you write an AHA book? So maybe to answer your question, I, I can give you 140 reasons <laughs> why you should write an AHA book. Um, and you get there for free. Um, if you go to the URL, aha.pub, A-H-A dot P-U-B slash AHA, um, it, is, it is sort of the book. I, I basically interviewed four of our existing authors and pulled together a book on, on why and how you should write a AHA book. Does that wonderful, answer your question? Wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, of course, uh, for the folks out here, I know um, I, I like to always give people the um, the scoop on how they can connect with you. So tell the folks out here who are listening um, how they can go about connecting with you um, as far as social media and your website. Oh, sure. So, you know, you can, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, feel free to Google Mitchell Levy. Um, typically my, my stuff will, there's another doctor named Mitchell Levy, so, but my stuff will come up pretty quickly. Uh, connect to me on LinkedIn. Happy to have you there. On Facebook, give me a good reason, um, only because okay. I'm a little more selective, right? On Twitter, that's an easy, yeah. I don't even see that. You know, we'll follow through. Um, if you go to the ahathat.com website, my email address is there. You can ask questions. If you decide that you want to write an AHA book and you want me to give some thoughts to the topic with you or you want to start writing it, um, feel free when you submit. There's a seven-step process. One of the steps is to, to submit you know, the answer to a four-question document. You could always say in the email there that, hey, you'd love to get a little bit of feedback directly from Mitchell, and my team will make sure that I respond uh, to those folks. And and so the email address awesome. would be at the ahadat.com website, and you could follow through with me there. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And, uh, Mitchell, at the end of the day, uh, with all that um, you have uh, created with That, what is your um, ultimate goal um, at the end of the day when it comes to um, getting out here and providing people with this awesome information? 
what is my ultimate goal? That's a gr- that's always a great question. I, <laughs> I I I think I think the answer uh, maybe this is not true for everybody. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. women are so much better at this than men, but we want to help other people, <laughs> right? right? And and I'm not including myself right. in that woman camp, but I'm of the camp of of people that want to help others. And the okay. best way to help somebody, um, and you've heard this so many times, is, is not to feed them but give them the fishing pole and teach them how to fish, right? It's, mm. it's to give the framework that would allow somebody to be more successful. So I'm trying to take, in this case, I'm trying to take the, the mystery out of writing a book, making it so easy that, you know, that the book writing process is a teeny piece of the overall component. The real part of it is what are you going to do afterwards? So the more people who can get a framework of understanding of how they can live and survive in the ever-changing world, and trust me, we have a significantly ever-changing world out there, the happier I'll be. And I believe we're in a significant transformation from one in which we have big picture thought leaders who, you know, stand up and shout from the rooftops, um, whether that's a Kim Kardashian or other people who we we like or don't like. Um, And we're moving into an area where we've got aha leaders. We have people who we know, like, and trust personally, and they're the ones who are helping to curate content for us. Similar to the conversation we had earlier on, we get our news from our friends. So right, uh, that's right. part of it is helping people figure out how to navigate this this changing society based on technology. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I am definitely excited. I definitely have been referring um, some of my friends um, to it, um, especially um, a lot of the authors and so forth. I think they would benefit greatly from it. Um, and so I, I'm glad that we were able to make this connection. Um, uh, as you said, if it wouldn't been for social media, media, uh, you and I wouldn't have been able to connect, and um, so I'm excited, and uh, I am definitely going to be spreading the word uh, to people uh, to connect uh, with AHA that and what you're doing, and uh, definitely want to thank you so much great. for, I'm, for I'm coming actually, on here today. My pleasure. I'm actually looking forward to your AHA book, and we'll make sure we, <laughs> we market that as well as we can, so... Uh. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to that, and uh, thank you for taking the time to come on here. Um, I, I know you're busy and, and on the go, but I definitely appreciate you coming on here and providing on the listeners uh, with some great, great information today. Bianca, thank you so much for having me. It's uh, It's been a pleasure to uh, to have this conversation and looking forward to continue conversations. Absolutely. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll be uh, talking with you soon. Sounds great. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. That was best-selling author and entrepreneur Mitchell Levy of AHA That. Uh, Make sure you guys um, go and connect with him. I'm going to be providing um, the links uh, for Twitter and his website on the Beautiful Butterfly um, show page on Facebook, and I'll um, share it on Twitter so you guys can connect with him um, on there as well. And I hope you guys got some very, very informative um, information today. Think about it, you know, marinate on it, and uh, make those things happen. You know, a lot of times we're sitting on our dreams. We're sitting on our ambitions, sitting on goals that can be achieved. Um, So if we can connect with people who are providing platforms to allow us uh, to be great and stand in our greatness, that's what really um, matters the most. Um, And so with that said, folks, we are going to get ready to get out of here, and uh, I appreciate uh, you guys so much uh, for tuning in, and I hope you guys will connect with us back again on uh, Thursday um, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to have the cast of Shy New Legacy film come on here, Chuck Brown, and uh, the cast of that film going to join us, and it's going to be a very insightful topic. Um, The film touches on uh, rape, um, sexual abuse that goes on on college campuses and specifically um, in sororities and so forth. And so it's going to be a very insightful show. I hope you guys will definitely tune in. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, this Thursday, same time, same place. You guys have an awesome evening. 
Afro Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network. of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Yes, it's finally here. It's official. Sign with Universal. Miss Renetta Mays with You Got Me Open. Live from Flame Studios, Vibration Radio, Taylor Kennedy Media, and of course, YourRadioNetwork.com. Buy that. Cop that. Hell, I don't care if you burn that, but just support that. Miss Renetta Mays, You Got Me Open. busy coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show.